0: Today, we're going to be talking about something that I think is so important. Now that I say that, I actually only make episodes about things that I think are important, but this is so important. And today, we're going to be talking about why you absolutely must be able to see yourself as successful now and always. And what I mean by that is that It is critical for you in your life and business. I was about to just say business, but in your life and business, for you to walk around in the energy, in the knowing, in the mindset, in the embodiment that you are a success. You are already successful. So we're going to be diving into this today to kind of like What is really the meaning of success? How can you see yourself as successful now? Because it's probably just a mindset shift that needs to be made. And I hope that by the end of today, I'm going to help you to get there. before we dive in to talking about success, um, I want to just remind you or let you know for the first time that tickets to Passionate and Prosperous Live are on sale. Woo! So, um, we've got a live event coming up in October. Now, you probably know if you listen to the show that I do all kinds of trainings and events throughout the year that you have uh, been with me on Zoom, right? So I call those live events in a way also because, you know, it's getting to be with me. We do stuff, um you know, in real time. That's very uh, transformational. But Passion and Prosperous Live is literally live in person. And this is for this year... An annual event, right? So we had one in 2020, uh, 2022, and this is our 2023 event. And my hope is that in 2024, we do this twice a year. We do two in person, but for now, it's the annual in person event and it is happening October 27th and 28th here in New York City in the heart of Greenwich Village. And all I can tell you is that the theme of the event is impact. And what we are going to be focusing on during these two impactful days is how you can be making the biggest impact possible in your business and in your own life. So the theme is really about how impact is about doing the work that lights you up to create an impact in the world. So not only when you're actually working with clients that are already signed on and paying you, but... How you attract the clients, how you grow an audience, how you grow a business, how you, uh, you know, grow a community and how you put your work out into the world in a bigger way, even if it's not always that everyone who takes it in becomes a paying client. So what we want in the Passion and Prosperous community is we want to be creating transformational content that we can put out into the world, that we can attract the right people who want it. And that's going to be a variety of people. That's going to be people that maybe never end up paying us. I know that there are people that listen to this show. I know that there are people that listen to my podcast that may never become my client. They may never invest in one of my programs. Okay. But I know I'm still having impact. I know that I'm reaching people and therefore I am fulfilling my purpose and my mission. Now, in addition to that, I also want to make a living doing what I do. So then there are people that come and actually invest and work with me one on one and join my programs and are in the academy. Right. And so um, that is how I can make money. But I'm doing it all through the lens of how can I make an impact? How can I be in service? And this is really the heart and soul of the whole brand of Passion and Prosperous. It's the heart and soul of everything that I do. And it's the heart and soul of the work that I teach everyone that comes to work with me. And so at Passion and Prosperous Live, our theme, our focus for this event is uh, going to be that. It's going to be about... Creating an impactful business where the way that we make money and the way that we build the legacy and the wealth and attract the abundance and step into our purpose and our power is by making an impact and by providing value and by providing exceptional experience and through, and here's the, 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 the other main theme of the event, real human connection, so when you work with me, as you know, I am not the coach to come to who's going to tell you that the only way to have a business is to pay for it, meaning to pay for leads, to take out ads and do all that. Do I think that that's something that is valuable when you're when you're wanting to scale? Absolutely. But do I think that that's the model that you need to use to make your first 6 or even multiple six figures? I do not. But I do know that the way to get to six or multiple six figures organically without using ads and paying for, you know, for leads is to create an impact. It is to be a mission-driven entrepreneur who's here to put your valuable message and your valuable, um, you know, uh, perspective and story out into the world to help people to transform lives to share your thought leadership and to attract the right people who want your help who 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 know that if they come to work with you they're going to receive an incredible exceptional experience with a caring loving heart-centered coach or practitioner or helper or service provider that is going to have no other agenda other than then to help and help that person to get the outcomes that they desire. That's the kind of business that I have. And that's the kind of business that I help other people to build. And I think as we're moving more and more and more into the realm of AI and of um, you know what's available for people who run quote unquote online businesses and the use of chatbots and the use of automations and all kinds of things that are out there fancy tech things that cost money that those things are 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 out there but there are some of us that are not really interested in growing our businesses in quite that way and that is why you should come to Passion and Prosperous Live. Um, so it's in New York City. It's also available virtually. Um, of course, I'm going to encourage you if it's at all possible to come because there is nothing better than being in the room, in the room with me, in the room with the rest of the community. Um, the vibes are high. Okay, people, the vibes are high. Um, So don't pass up the opportunity to be with us. Uh, It's a limited uh, ticket event because it's not in a huge venue. It's in an intimate, incredibly beautiful venue. And I can only sell a certain amount of tickets. All right. So go to www.staceybrassrussell.com and you're going to be able to find the sign up page there under events. It'll probably pop up, who knows. Um, And then uh, hopefully I'm going to get to see you in October. Okay. all right. Now, back to success. I kind of gave you a little bit of like a spiel just now, right, about like about the kind of success that we're creating for ourselves in the passion and prosperous community that that we are wanting to, you know, have the lives and businesses that we really desire. And what that to me means and what I think it means to most of you, because I get to hear from you. Is that it's where you feel like what you wake up and do every day, whether it's your life or your business, feels like it's in alignment with like who you are and your calling and your soul purpose, and that your work is rewarding and that it's rewarding because it's achieved and um and your and your revenue is generated and all of that by. Uh, feeling like you're in integrity and like you're, you're doing things in a way that feels really good to you. Now, does that mean that it feels easy and that there aren't challenges and that there aren't times that you're maybe feeling like you're working your fucking ass off or that it feels like you, you put a lot into something and didn't quite get what you, you know, what you would hope for, um, that there aren't ups and downs, that there aren't seasons, right? Like periods of time where things feel lower and slower and periods of time where things feel faster and bigger um, and higher. No, all of that is part of it. But, but, but at the end of the day there there there's a a through line there's a steadiness there's a um a, a knowing that you're that you're doing what you're here to do what you're meant to be doing and that is you it's like it's like your mindset and your understanding of what it looks and feels like to be living And having your most passionate and prosperous life and business, it's like when you're in the deep knowing of how to do that and what that looks like, the ups and downs, the highs and lows, the the feelings, you know, of sometimes things working amazing and sometimes working less amazing, that you're kind of like prepared for it and you're ready for it and doesn't mean that you don't have emotions it doesn't mean that you don't feel stuff when you know when when you the, you have the highs and lows but your recovery is is you know imminent and your resilience and um and just your 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 power right in being a business owner and in taking control of your life and your time um And that you learn how to outweigh, like you learn how to, or not outweigh, but weigh the difference between when you're working for someone else, when you're beholden to someone else, when, when it feels like other people control your, you know, your success, when it feels like there are gatekeepers, when it feels like there are other people who have to, you know, give you the raise or give you permission to do the thing you really want to do, or where you have to get approval, um, and we have to know the difference between that experience and the experience that we get when we decide that we're going to like be really bold risk takers and we're going to go out on our own and we're going to, we're going to create, we're going to make shit. We're going to make a business. We're going to figure it out. We're going to, you know, we're going to find a way to utilize our passion, our gifts and our skills and package it and put it together in a way that other people want, right? And will pay for. And then that we're also going to figure out how to find those people, right? And that's what a business is. A business is having an amazing service offer, right? That people want. And then there's the part of how do we find the people? How do we get the people? And so, you know, doing this and, and, and living, living, being a human um, is a lot of trial and error and it's a lot of experimentation. And so how we decide that we're going to determine, right, if we're going to go out on our own. And we're not going to any longer want to be beholden to someone else giving us a performance report or I mean, I never had that because I like never had a corporate job, but I've worked with plenty of people and I know plenty of people um, who've had this experience. But like, you know, when you're working for someone else or you're in, you know, certain types of fields or work, you know. Other people, you know, determine your whether or not you're successful, right? Like there's these sort of like, they're almost barriers to success, you know. Um, and 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 you're getting other people assessing you and determining whether or not you're you know you've succeeded or whatever. And that can be really, really, I mean, that's shitty to be honest with you, right? Because like, I don't think that anybody else can or should, determine whether or not you're successful. Now, if you work for someone else and they have certain things that you need to to do and prove and show for the business, the bottom line, making a certain amount of revenue for a company, um, then maybe someone can say if you succeeded or failed at that. But I think that that's part of the reason why maybe you don't want to have that situation anymore. Because you don't want. First of all, if you're making money and succeeding a goal for someone else, right? Then there's that part too. There, there you're like, might as well be doing it for yourself, right? So um, I think that when you go out on your own and when you're like, you know, doing your thing, that a lot of times people don't realize that, like the the mindset or uh, having a method is the word I was looking for, for determining your success or seeing yourself as successful, if no one ever taught you how to do that, you might not be doing it. And you might be using outdated, old-fashioned ways of doing that for yourself. Or you might be using uh, ways and methods that you somehow learned along the way and that actually aren't serving you at the highest level. So what I'm hoping to do today By the end of the episode, is to have you come away really, really thinking about success in a different way. And also knowing that you're already successful because you are. You're, if you're listening to this podcast episode, you're successful. And what I mean by that is you're fucking alive. Okay, so that's like your that's number one most successful thing about you is that you're alive, right? And you're clearly in some position in life where you're like pop- popping on some headphones and listening to like an Apple or Spotify podcast or whatever, right? Um, you're probably interested in the show for some reason that has to do with the fact that like you're trying to make your own way or you're or you're you know wanting to really up level your Um, how you show up in the world, um, that you're wanting to, you know, grow and, uh, and, uh, personally and professionally. And that means that you're doing something right. I'm sure that no one's listening to the show who has no interest in entrepreneurship, um, you know, being in service, coming from a heart centered place in the work that you do, um, wanting to, you know, have business on your own terms, wanting to have a growth mindset and learn how to like shift your unconscious and subconscious so that your thoughts and belief system. you know, is upgraded and, um, and, and that you're coming from a high vibration and wanting to be connected to the universe and believing that manifestation is a, um, is a, is a, a a beautiful, uh, balance of strategy and vision. Um, if any of those things are why you're coming, why you're like listening, you're already successful, Because you're already a person who who wants to make the most of your human existence. Yay, that's amazing. So I'm celebrating that right off the bat. Okay, I'm celebrating you right off the bat. So I'm obsessed with success, just so you know. And I don't mean like obsessed with success, like about my own success, you know, and, and, and making millions of dollars or whatever. That's not what I'm obsessed with. I would like that. I would like to make more money. But I also already know that I'm already successful. And I know that if nothing changed, if I if my business stayed exactly the way it is right now and I just continued to do what I'm doing and earn what I'm earning and show up the way I'm showing up, I'm allowed to know that I'm successful. I'm already successful. But here's the other thing. I've also been successful multiple times over and over and over again throughout my entire life, even though I didn't always achieve some of the like ultimate dreams or goals that I had around a number of different things that I've done in my life. And one of the things that I've noticed and learned about myself and about many of the people that I work with and that I'm around all the time is that it's really, really easy to set ourselves up with goals, dreams, visions, things. And these are all important. It's really important to have goals, dreams, visions, whatever, is to set ourselves up with those things, but then use them against ourselves If they don't turn out exactly the way that we had sort of envisioned it or declared it to be. And that is a problem. It's a problem when we use our dreams, goals, and visions against ourselves. Like when we turn ourselves, you know, when we turn it against ourselves, if it doesn't look exactly the way we thought. And we do this with big stuff like really big stuff and we also just do it with more day-to-day stuff you know like literally day-to-day or maybe week to week and so either one of those the big ones or the day-to-day ones if we use our our actions and our like our things that we're going for and that we're doing and that we're trying if we use those things against ourselves when they don't look exactly the way like maybe we hoped they were going to look, then all we're doing is seeing ourselves as failures or seeing ourselves as less than or seeing ourselves as not enough or seeing ourselves as not good enough or that we didn't do a good job or we're not good at that or we failed. Right. And this whole idea that there's even such a thing as failure is really disappointing. And I teach on failure, right? Like in my um, turn your fear into fuel course that I that I have that I've taught multiple times. One of the sneaky hidden fears that we address in that course is the fear of failure. And in that in that I talk about what's failure. I mean, failure is literally something breaking down and not being able to do its job at all. That's failure right? Like something that literally breaks down. Like we just, we have a Vitamix. Um, I don't know if you know what a Vitamix, Vitamix is, but it's like, it's like the, a really expensive blender. Um, we, my husband had it before we met. So I I inherited a Vitamix, which I don't know if I ever would have bought, to be honest with you, on my own. They're like $600, right? So it's like this crazy expensive blender. Um, but we use it we make a smoothies with it. And I also have now come to use it to make gazpacho, right? I make this incredible gazpacho all summer. It's literally called the best gazpacho recipe <laughs> in the New York Times. You should go get it if you love like tomatoes and, and gazpacho. Anyway, um I use it to make soups and whatever, but Um, our mo it's got this motor base. That's what you're actually like really paying for the motor base. And apparently the, like the design of the blender, um, you know, uh, what's it called? You know, the, the, the part that you put the stuff in the blender cup. I don't know. Anyway, um, our, our motor broke, the motor broke. That's a failure, right? Like meaning like the motor stopped working. So that is a definition of a failure yes, now the Vitamix has failed. It's failing to do its one job, which is to turn on, (laughs) right? That's a failure. Okay. But if the Vitamix is working, right, it's succeeding. And I think that like this, this, you know, these definitions of failure and success that we've created for ourselves can be really, be, be really warped. So, one of the reasons why I wanted to make the episode was and, you know, I, things always kind of come to me like more, you know, like sometimes like the idea will come because of a specific conversation or a client session. And one of my clients um, recently, like last week, did a her first workshop, like her first online Zoom webinar, workshop, whatever you want to call it, talk. (laughs) And, um, you know, this was literally her first one. We've been working together for a few months. She has a full-time job. She's got two kids, college-age kids. She's got a really busy life. Um, She's a single parent. And so we've been working together for a few months. We, like, really nailed her niche and her signature transformational system and her offer. And, you know, she's been putting herself out there and she's been showing up on on social media and, and uh, you know, creating content. And, you know, we were like, okay, now it's time to do a workshop or, you know, something to kind of give the people that have been following you now and that know what you do because you've been talking about it. Now we want to give them an opportunity to like be in a room with you. And have some actual value and have you like share something really helpful for them in hopes that they would then want to talk to you about working with you. So we do everything. We put it all in place. Like we create the sign in sign up and, you know, she promotes it. She gets like um, 10 people registered, which is amazing for like your first workshop when you don't have like a lot of um, audience yet. Right. So let's even start with that. So like, so first and foremost, when she only got 10 people, one of the first things that we had to coach on was I said, why is it only 10 people? Why can't you be like super excited? Why isn't it like, oh my God, I have 10 people, right? So is it because she comes to my stuff? She's my client. She comes to everything I do where there's, you know, a 100 people signed up, maybe. Um, you know, is it because she had some idea uh, like in her head that she wanted to, 30 people to sign up, maybe. Right. So all of a sudden, 10 people signing up for a workshop is not successful. And I'm right. I'm like, what? Why? Like, let's celebrate 10 people is amazing to get into your very first talk or workshop signing up in August. Okay, so that's A. So then B, you know, so then she does the workshop and two people show up or 3 people or something show up live. And then again, there's another reason for her to feel not successful or like it's a flop or it didn't go well because only 3 people came whereas then I get to get on, you know, our call and say, "But wait a minute, you know, I think I shared this with you, but you know, a 20 to 30% live show up rate for online events is is considered amazing in the industry like as an industry standard." So you, you, your numbers are perfectly in line with industry numbers, right? That would be considered a great turnout. So again, it could either be boo-hoo, three people sucks and is not good, or it could be, oh my God, I on my first workshop, the live show-up rate was exactly in keeping with what I should have been expecting, two or three people. So you see... And then there's the like the delivery and the fact that like she loved how she did the workshop. She worked so hard on, hard on it and she thought it went great. So whether or not um, she gets a client from it or a discovery call or whether or not all 10 people showed up or only 10 people or only three, three people, here's another layer of success that we get to look at, which is that she did a great workshop that's a huge success. Whether or not it then turns into money, I think that this is like a, a like a big gap that is existing in the way that many people are thinking about their success. And I think that if you are measuring your success on money and accolades, for example, right, then you are very very possibly setting yourself up for a for a disaster right because you're not always going to get money and accolades from everything that you do and so if you put that as the standard for knowing if you were a success or not you're you're going to have some problems so i just gave you like a super simple example Of what, like something that I just went through with a client. And that's what made me want to come in, right? And create the episode. I had some other conversations also lately. And so, so here's what I call it. Okay. I called it, I call it case building. So every one of us has the opportunity to build a case, right? I want you to think about like if you were in a court of law, right? And what do the lawyers do? what is their job? Their job is to build a case and to show evidence and proof. And they're either going to show evidence or proof of the, of, of the innocence or the guilt, right? And so I want you to replace innocence and guilt in the court of your, in your own court of law, the court, court of your own law with success and failure. And there's always going to be the opportunity to build a case for either one. Just like in any court of law, someone's going to build up the case for the guilt and someone's going to build up the case for the innocence. That's basically what a a case is, right? That's what, what it is. And so we have the opportunity constantly, I mean, literally all day, every day to decide which case do we want to build. Do we want to look for the evidence and find the proof of our failure, like only 10 people, only three people, no one paid me after it um, or whatever, or do I want to look for the success? Oh my God, 10 people is amazing. And three people is exactly in keeping. And I did an incredible workshop and these people received amazing value. And I did a good job and I got to practice my first time. And now I know I can do it. Um, and now I have this content that i can repurpose um and I, and now there are 3 people and probably more because i'm sending out the replay uh people who are further along my yellow brick road who may not be ready to work with me today but i've now given them more to think about and and more reason to want to work with me in the future so so i can build either case I can build the case of like no one said yes to working with me and therefore this was a, bu- a bust and a failure and they hate me and they're gone and they went to my workshop and now they left thinking that was shitty um, and they never want to hear from me again. Or I can decide, wow, I'm so grateful that I got to be with those people and deliver this amazing experience and value to them and open up their minds and show them possibilities. And now they're in my audience and they're on my yellow brick road and they're in my world. And I can continue to nurture and serve them and 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 see how I can support them and help them to move further along to working with me. Now I'm not saying that my client like was, you know, thinking everything was like a bomb and whatever, but it was just interesting to You know, to get to have that conversation with someone not too long ago and then to realize that this is the shit that we do to ourselves every single day, that we assess every single action and everything that we do as if it's existing isolated in a bubble. And we are, you know, and and it's so easy to be like, to literally think, you know, that things are good, bad, right, wrong, success, failure, went well, sucked, right? And it's like we can create this experience for ourselves where we're constantly like going on this roller coaster ride or... We can decide to become people who are going to build the case for ourselves, build the case for us, build the case and find the evidence of our success, of what's going well, of how great we're doing and of the fact that we have come this far and of the fact that we are being risk takers and experimental and stepping outside our comfort zone and trying things and being willing to continue to show up. That is success. That is success. So if, oh, 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 you know what? I wanted to tell you something because I was thinking as I was preparing for today and I was meditating on recording and whatever, I was thinking about this really funny thing that happens because yesterday I, um, this really Really great thing actually happened. You're gonna, if I tell it to you, you're gonna be like, that is so New York City. I'm gonna just tell you because it's fun. Um, okay. So, so in New York City, um, it's really hard to park your car. I'm sure that's not news to you, right? And my husband and I, all I ever wanted was a car. Okay. The last time I owned a car was when I was a teenager and my parents bought me a car for my 17th birthday. And then when, once I, lived in New York city and I didn't have that car anymore. I've never had a car again. And now I'm in my fifties. I'm actually turning 55 in three weeks. And, um, during the pandemic, my husband and I were like, we want a car. Like it's time. I, even though I live in New York city, I want a car. Now, if you live in New York city and you have a car, you've got two options. One, you have to pay up the wazoo to keep your car in a garage, or you have to do alternate side of the street parking where you literally are a hostage and have to wake up every single day and move your car from side to side on the street and you get tickets. And it's just like your whole life revolves around parking, which is was not going to be me. So I didn't get a car until I could not only afford the car, but also the parking, right? So I do all my research because I'm sure it's not total news to you that I'm a major researcher of things. And I do my research and I find a garage that is, um, we live on 24th and 10th and this garage is on 41st and 10th. So it sounds not that far away and it's not, but it's definitely like a 20 to 25 minute walk, you know, and then imagine, you know, in any weather, like any extreme weather, hot, cold, blah, 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 blah. um, And then also it is far away. So like if we ever like go away and then we want to get our luggage into the you know want to take our suitcases or whatever we're schlepping around into the car, we either have to pick the car up and then drive back to our building to do it or on our way back from things we would have to like come back, unload, and then we'd be so tired we'd be like, "Oh, let's just look for a spot on the street and bring the car back tomorrow." But either way, there was always this sort of like getting the car, bringing the car back, and I'm just going to be honest with you, very rarely walking. So cabs, cab rides to and from the garage, blah, blah, blah. So whatever. I got a really good price on the garage. It was $450 a month. And so I was like, look, we're fucking keeping that. You know, that's amazing. Okay. So cut to, I don't know why I'm telling you this story. I'm telling you this story because I felt like I had this big win yesterday. Um, But there's a garage in our building. And it's like a million dollars. It's like a thousand dollars a month, which is why we never had it in the building. But anyway, we, um, we, I think I'm just telling you this story because maybe I, I hope you'll find it interesting to have insight into like my life in New York City. Uh, so anyway, so, so my building sends out an email saying, if you're, if you have your car parked in the garage, again, it's not affiliated with the building. It's an owned garage, but still like it's in our apartment complex. I said, if your car's down there, just know they're changing over management. And here's the, 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 the info for the new management company. And you need to contact them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I don't know, but something told me that I should like reach out and ask if they're like, I don't know. I thought like maybe if they're new, maybe they don't know to charge a million dollars. So I email and they emailed me back yesterday and I wrote this really nice email. I was like, "We have our car in a garage and we pay this much and I'm just wondering." Blah, blah, blah. And the guy writes me back and he's like, "I think I could get you in for 600 a month. Would you do that?" And and we were like, "Oh my god." It was the most amazing win to, oh, I know why I'm telling you the story. So, you know, so I'm like, yes. And I, of course, I don't want it to go away. I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God, I hope he's, you know, in case he was thinking like that's too, you know, goes, oh, wait, why did I offer her something so low? So. Anyway, immediately I'm like, yes, yes, we want it. And so, you know, he sends me the the form. I fill it out, da 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 da. And then I have to like enter payment info, and then I have to set up an account. And what was funny is that like every step of the way that you do all these little things, you pay someone money, you set up an account, you do these things. What happens? You click submit, and then what pops up on your screen? I knew there was a reason I was telling you this story. And what pops up on your on your screen is success. with an exclamation point, right? So it's like, you know, you do this, success, your account has been created, success, your payment has been made, success, right? And so, so you keep getting these messages, success, success, success. And I think that we get these little messages and these signs a lot, like even when you register for like my free event, I have it set so that after you click submit, you know, it says success. You're registered. You're in. You get an email from me that says, congratulations. You're, you're signed up. And I was thinking about, about this and about how we've created this like really, really wackadoo, wild idea of what success is, where we're like, success means that I'm making tons of money and that I'm, you know, that I'm, um, I'm having millions of clients and so many people and, and, um, and this happens and that happens and I'm, and I'm noticed and I'm recognized. And those are versions of success. But so is like, like literally signing up for something and getting a button. Success, you did it. And so we've created this like really, really, really wild, like range of what success means when what it really means is achieving the, 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 achieving the doing. You did it. You did it. And so what I wanted to talk about, well, I am talking about it, what, 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 you know, what I think is really important, one of the big takeaways that I want you to have from today's episode is that just by doing something, by taking the action that you said you were going to take, like my client, by doing the, the workshop, you've already succeeded. She did it. Success. You wake up and you decide to do something in your business, success. You take action towards something that you want, success. Even if I hadn't gotten a rate from the guy that I wanted, the fact that I was like, I'm going to email the guy and ask and ask for what I want and say, could you give me a good deal? By doing the action, I've succeeded. I've succeeded because instead of going into my head and being like, oh, forget it. I already know that they charge 900 a month there. They're never going to give me a deal. Instead of like letting my, my, my head, my fear, my fear of thinking that like, whatever. I mean, you know, obviously asking for a parking rate is not that big of a deal, but all the shit that I do all day, every day, Following up with people who said that they that they thought that they wanted to join the academy, and you know, then I haven't heard from them sending that text or that email and saying, "Hey, I'm following up." You know what? That's a success because because I could easily not do that. I could easily so whether or not they say, "Oh yes," oh I forgot, I forgot, I do want to join the academy, right? Um whatever the outcome is of reaching out to someone and following up about working together. And this is something that I teach all of my clients to do. It's like one of the most essential business activities for your success is follow up, personal outreach, staying connected to the people that have expressed interest in working with you, Um, people that have come to your events, whatever. Doing that doing that personal outreach, doing that follow-up, putting yourself out there, being vulnerable, making offers, making invitations, having conversations— saying to someone it's okay that like you're not sure or that you know that you don't know about the money let's talk about it instead of running away and hiding instead of like going into your own head and 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 into your own Mishagas and 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 not being able to show up for the other person who you know who you're supposed to be like supporting uh into a decision about working with you anytime that you override those thoughts and feelings and fears, any time that you regulate your nervous system and take an action that feels scarier, that feels a little outside your comfort zone, that's a success. The, the outcome on the other end, the response from the other person, what someone else does, how they, whatever, you've already succeeded because you've already done the thing. And I want you to think about how many people there are in the world who don't do the thing. So the only time you're ever not succeeding is when you're not doing the thing. You can't succeed without doing the thing, but you also can't fail when you do the thing. So this is all about having a perspective on what success means. What what happens for you when success is taking action? What do you think that'll do for you and your self-perception and your self-worth and the way that you think about things? Do you want to be a person that builds the case for yourself or against yourself? Do you want the inner critic to be the lawyer representing you, (laughs) right? Or do you want to build up your inner cheerleader, right? You've got an inner critic, all right? And then who do you want representing you? Who do you want representing you and building up the case? The critic? Or do you want to decide to empower and strengthen the part of you that is looking for evidence of your awesomeness and your success and how great you are? And here's what I'm going to tell you. If you don't feed that part of yourself and you don't start building the case for yourself, no one else is going to build the case for you either. And what that means is time that it matters, that other people see you as successful. And I don't mean that they just see you as having money or like big business or whatever, but even just see you as successful in life. Like if you're a transformational expert that is wanting to help other people, those people don't need to know about how many clients you have or how much money you have or whatever. But what they will pick up on is whether or not you see yourself as successful, meaning a successful person who's doing, who's following up on their word, who's taking action. Imagine what your job is as a coach when it comes to helping other people to take action. That's literally our job as coaches to help other people to take action on the things that matter to them. That's like our job as a coach. So imagine. Someone else seeing you as successful for one thing, that you take action, that you do the things that you say you're going to do. You're a fucking action taker. That means you're successful. In someone else's eyes who needs your support and your help because they are not taking action. And listen, lots of shit comes up. Human beings have a lot to contend with when it comes to taking action a lot to overcome a lot of obstacles or perceived obstacles some of them are in our minds some of them come in the form of beliefs and stories that that also come from based on our past experiences right but when you're now in the world of being someone who's helping other people you you're not you don't have to be perfect you don't have to never have a limiting belief or a thought that sabotages you or fear or you you but the key is is that you know what you need in order to 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 to, to do the thing whether that's having your own coach or your mentor or your support or whatever right that i wake up every day and i and i basically figure out how to take action sometimes i need to do some mindset work sometimes i need to be okay with that i can't that i'm not going to take the action today and and uh, and I'm going to take it tomorrow. Like, but I'm aware of that in order to do, you know, be who I want to be, do what I want to do and have what I want to have. There's action involved in that. Some of the action is inner work and some of the action is outer stuff and visibility and vulnerability and, and, and doing the things that scare me and making investments and making commitments, making the, the, um, Investment in putting on passionate and prosperous live in October. Here's the thing: the event hasn't even happened yet, but there's a part of me that knows that I already have to know that it's a success because I'm doing it. I'm doing it, and so that, that that in and of itself makes me successful, right? It makes me successful for doing it, for being a person who says I'm gonna just own the fact that I want to be on a stage in a room with people that I can help. So I'm going to make it happen. I'm just going to do it. Now, is it scary to do it? Do I have to step outside my comfort zone to do it? I do. So every time I take a scary action and step outside my comfort zone and put down a couple of thousand dollars on an event and, you know, and start committing and hiring the photographer and the caterer and organizing things and investing in like all the awesome stuff that I give away there and whatever, that's all in every step of the way I've succeeded by taking action on it and doing it. So yesterday, we had a call in the Academy. Um, We had our group coaching call in the Passion and Prosperous Academy. And what everyone has to do when it's their turn to get coached is start with giving an update and sharing wins and celebrations. Now, what I want to tell you is that the, the people in the Academy, the Academy has only been open since January. So In the academy, we have people who have been in the academy for seven months. We have people who have been in the academy for for, four months, okay, because they started or five months because they started in March, not January. And then we even have some people who just started in July, right, because the academy is open enrollment. And so right now, it's not like everyone's showing up to calls in the academy and celebrating, you know, 10K months, That's not what we're about in the academy. We're not about only celebrating money. We're not about only celebrating paying clients because there is a period of time in your business that you don't have a lot of money and clients to celebrate yet because first you got to do the foundations to get the clients and the money. So what happens during that period of time in your business When you're not yet really making consistent revenue and clients and revenue, are you a failure? Are you not allowed to like see yourself and as successful because you're not making the money yet and you don't have the clients yet? What are you supposed to do? There's going to be some time when like, when like you're, you're, you're laying the groundwork or you're doing things that lead to having the people to make offers to. If you, if you start a business and you don't have a, a social media following or a prior audience or an email list or, uh, you know, a waiting list of people who were, who were, who were literally saying to you, can you please start a business? Cause I want to give you money. Like if you don't have any of those things, what do you think happens when you, when you say you're going to have a business, your own business? If you're going to measure your success on when you've got consistent clients and income, you're going to then be telling yourself that you're not allowed to be successful or see yourself as successful or recognize your success for like a minimum of a year or more. Who needs that? How is that going to help you with what you need to do right now? Because in order to take the risks and do the things, that feel uncomfortable and that, and overcome your fears and change your limiting beliefs or whatever, you've got to already know you're successful. You've got to focus on waking up every single day and walking around the earth like a freaking success because that's how you're going to be successful. That's how you're going to take the actions and that's what's going to make you successful. So it's a little bit of like a flipping how you're seeing this for yourself. So we get on the Academy call and I'm like, when I have these calls, I'm like, literally am like in tears because I'm so grateful and so happy when I hear everyone sharing what are their successes and wins that they did outreach to a hundred people, one of our one of our uh, members. She's sent out or I think she said 180 emails in the last whatever, because she's really trying to like get uh, in with like more like companies. And, you know, she's a, a health coach, health and life coach, and she wants to like kind of do, you know, she's she's really using all of her contacts from her life. We've celebrated someone posting about their new lead magnet that they just created and getting nine people to take it and sign up for it. Now that's nine people on her email list. So if she was only going to say that her email list was only successful when she had 100 people, then every one or two people that she gets here and there, which is how it goes, you guys, would just be like, yeah, but I don't have 100. Yeah, but I don't have 100. No. Instead, we go, holy shit, nine people are now on her email list, right? Conversations, celebrating. I had a conversation. I gave someone a free coaching call and now they want to talk to me again. Or so-and-so booked a discovery call or I talked to someone about working with me or I talked to someone about referring me. That's success. We celebrate it, right? People saying, oh, I got to be on a summit. Success. Did she get paid for the summit? No, no. But being on a summit and getting exposure in front of an audience, success. We've got other people who have, who have scheduled their upcoming workshops and talks and have four people who said that they want to join. We've got people who are working with clients. One of our, one of our uh, Academy members just signed her second client. You know what she what she celebrated yesterday? The, the session with her client, the second session was amazing. She's celebrated providing value, success. She's a successful coach because she has a client who is loving her coaching. So you see, you have to be willing to, to now, obviously like we're in the academy and I'm training everybody to see this as success. How do you think it feels for everybody to walk away from a two hour call, like completely inspired by each other and owning How successful they've been for taking action and for showing up and for recognizing that where they are is great, where they are is exactly where they're meant to be. We can only be where we are. So so if we if we assess ourselves and we look at where we are and then we decide that we're not successful because we're not somewhere else, what fucking good is that going to do us? Is that going to motivate you? Is that going to make you get to this other place? I don't think it is. I can tell you that if I did not operate from the place that I am telling you, I would think I was a failure because, you know, for the first three decades, well, I guess I wasn't conscious of wanting to win a Tony Award when I was you know, five. But by the time I was 10, and I was in Annie on Broadway, I was well aware of Tony Awards and things like that. My goal, my dream was to win a Tony Award to be a Tony Award winning Broadway star. I'm not. But do do I not think that I've had unbelievable success as a performer? I've been in Broadway shows. I've been in tons of commercials and voiceovers. I've done my own one-woman show. I've performed all over the world. I know that I have an amazing singing voice. Like right now, I know I do. Um, So I could either think I'm a failure because I am not in show business anymore and never got a Tony Award, or I can look at all the things that I have done and go, holy shit. I really created a lot of success for myself in that business. And then I could do the same thing with yoga. You know, when I opened my studio, all I wanted was to be invited to be a teacher at the yoga journal conference. Uh, To me, that was like, that would really let me know that I had made it in the yoga world. And no matter what I did, I could not get yoga journal to like recognize me or my yoga studio, even though we were like, the most, one of the most popular yoga studios in New York City with a huge following. And I had been certifying teachers for years. Yoga Journal couldn't give a shit about me. So I could either say that that makes me, because I thought that that was going to like be a measure of my success, I could decide, therefore I'm not, I wasn't a successful yoga teacher, but that would be fucking bullshit. I've had plenty of things happen in my business, in my coaching business, where I tried something. I tried a, a particular way of launching or I put on a certain workshop or event, didn't get as many people as I usually do. Um, no one, nothing really came of it. I could be like, oh, I didn't get a client from it. Or I could look for the data of what went well. And then I could also be a really, really evolved, mature business owner and go, okay, I didn't get quite the outcomes that I was hoping for. Why don't I go back and look at like what I did and see how I want to do it differently next time? Because you can't guarantee your success of anything. All you can do is use data that you have from taking action and decide to tweak or change it or do it a little differently next time. And you have to be able to do that and willing to do that. There's no way to set yourself up for the ultimate perfect outcome and success in advance. There's no formula. There's no guarantee. There's nothing that anybody else can tell you. You can have a mentor or a teacher like me and i can say hey listen this has worked for me that's worked for me oh i think you we need to like make your messaging better i think we can you know up your language i think we can change the description i think we can we can do our best to get you what you want sign ups interest engagement follow up clients calls launching your program we um, that is my job is to help you to do it the best you can in the moment And then we're going to look at it and we're going to go, what was great about that? And then what would we do differently? What worked and what didn't work? But at the end of the day, it's already a success because you fucking did it. And now we've got something to work with. In the absence of doing something, we have nothing to work with. In the absence of doing something, we have nothing to measure. There can't be any success. And so your willingness to see success in a whole range, a rainbow of successes, starting with, did you even do it? Did you do it? You won. You did it. You won. Just like when I set up my account yesterday and, right, success, Or when I sign up for something, I recently said I wanted to be on the waiting list for like a big thing, like something expensive, a a mastermind. Put my name in. What's the message? Success. You've been added to the wait list. We have these little successes every day, all day. And the way that we can retrain our brains to know that we're successful and see ourselves as successful is focus on all of those actions that we take. And keep saying, good job. What a success you are. You did it. You did it. You put yourself out there. You tried. You took action. Think about all the people not doing that. Those are the people that are not successful. You're successful because you're doing it. So here's what you're going to do. If you need to, every single night before you go to bed, make a list of your successes of the day. Celebrate your wins. Make those lists of actions. There was a period of time early on in my business when things weren't quite like kind of going full force yet that I would sit and write my week. I would reflect on the previous week and make a list of everything that I did. Because when I did that, I went, How could I not be creating success? When I look at this list of all the actions I took, all the things I did. I had five coaching sessions. I had this many discovery calls. I talked to this many people. I sent an email. I, you know, I posted in my Facebook group. I made a, I I went live. This is like years ago that I used to do a weekly live. And I would look at that and I'd go, well, this is success. Even if it didn't make a new client or it doesn't have to do with money, it's a success because look at all these things I did. How could they not be contributing to my ultimate success? I'm already successful. So I'm inviting you to do that. And to load up on your success every single day and every single night so that you can keep showing up as a success because that's what's going to draw people to you. That's what the energy is of when you look at people who you think are making it. I want you to know that those people wake up every fucking day and they decide that they're a success. That's what I have for you today. You are successful. And in order for you to have the things that you want, you have to walk around knowing that you're already a success. Come join us live at Passionate and Prosperous in October because I want to love on you and and help you to load up on these things and walk out of there with like, like months worth Of, you know, of the, of the good, of the good shit inside that'll keep you going for a while, give you some momentum, right? Because we're in this for the long haul. This is a long play, you guys. Life and business, long play. No shortcuts, no quick fixes, no immediate whatever. Okay. It's a long play. And keeping that feeling, of that you're a success, that you're a rock star, that you're amazing, going all the time takes fuel. So the event is one way that you can fuel yourself. So I hope you'll consider coming. It's worth carving out time for yourself. It's actually essential. I go on multiple like conference, event, retreat, whatever you want to call it, things a year and spend the money on it because they're accelerators, when you put yourself in a room like that for 2 days with other people and me like your results and your and and what you want it it's like it's accelerated it's like 10x it's 100x whatever you want to call it so definitely come be with us and um one other reminder if you're listening to this episode within like you know the few weeks it releases in August 2023 our 100th episode is coming up and i had this idea that i want to make the 100th episode like where i answer like listener audience questions you can ask me anything you can ask me something personal you can ask me something about my business you can ask me something about your business or how to how to do something um but send me the questions because i really want to make that the 100th episode, but I would need to be, you know, kind of compiling that soon. So email me Stacy at staceybrassrussell.com or send me a message on social media, like a DM or whatever. Um, hit reply to any one of the emails that you ever get from me. It comes to me and let me know and help me like make a fun episode. All right. With that, I am out. I will be with you in your headphones next week. I am sending you all the love and don't forget... You are a huge success. Bye.